tell me that you built a time machine? Uh, get the Inconceivable! Inconceivable! Get, 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 get. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. I'll have what she's having. Welcome to Big Thing High School. This is the podcast where we talk about 80s films. My name is Lex. And I am Miz. And this month... Happy October. Exclusively doing <laughs> horror films. 80s horror. Spooky films. So good. We've got a very 80s one for it's you. It's very 80s. It is 80s, isn't it? I mean, it's basically 1980, even though it was released in 1981. It had a 70s vibe about it as well. Well, it's, I mean, 1980s, it's, it, they were still finding their feet. Yes, and in the world of horror, there are many ghosts and ghouls and goblins. Hey, this is one of the top three themes. Is it? Of horror, yeah. Okay, so the theme is? Werewolves. And the movie's name is? The Howling. People who know me all know that she loves in general and they mm. do know that you're team jacob so i am not okay excuse <laughs> excuse me that's a little joke a little joke i love me a vampire mm-hmm. i don't mind werewolf movies yeah for example we both greatly enjoyed the underworld films that's both vampire and yes so there's a vampire that's true and, and it's a love story between a vampire and werewolf which i'm all in for yeah but um, I'm not really a huge lichen fan, if you want to call it by its proper terminology. No, isn't lichen a half werewolf, half vampire? No, a lichen is, is I guess, what the species term is for werewolves, if right. you want to call it that. It's a curse. There's a lot to unpack here because mm. there's a lot of like analogies between werewolves and blood diseases because it's technically a disease when you're bitten or scratched, you then get the virus. Okay, if you want so to call now it that. it's become topical. Yeah, and so it's it's an it's a really like I did a deep dive into so, werewolf so, mythology. You blow my mind here. So someone COVID's because someone got bit by a werewolf. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> werewolf, uh, Angolan, whatever. Bats, <laughs> vampires. I know. Oh my god. I know. Oh my god. Anyway, this is a vampire thing, surely. Yeah. Um, okay, so the movie is The Howling. We said that. Mm. And it's very werewolfy. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you... Do you find werewolves scary? Um, I think they can be. I think uh, An American Werewolf in London and then its remake in Paris. I found those movies quite scary. Especially the remake. I don't, I don't remember so much the original because I was really little when I watched it. And this movie just was released a few months before that film, actually. Mm-hmm. But... We have to talk about... Well, let's talk about the plot first. Okay. And then because we need to talk about the special effects and the makeup effects that were actually groundbreaking for this film. Yes. So... Okay, we'll talk yeah. about the plot. So so it's kind of... Um, we see this news anchor, I guess she is, Karen. Karen's a yes, Karen. Karen. I did <laughs> she's a bit it. of a Karen, yeah. yeah. She's, a bit of Karen. Um, she's being stalked, I guess, or harassed by a serial killer. And they set up this sting for her to go and meet him. You know, there's like a phone booth and then she ends up in this like weird sex shop Mm. um, to try and catch him, I guess. But she turns around and she sees him and she's so shocked by what she sees, which we can all guess what he's transformed into, Mm. that she like represses it. So she has amnesia from it. Mm. So somehow there's this like psychiatrist that's like connected to all the news journalists or something. Mm. And he has a retreat like further upstate. Mm. 
so he suggests, why don't you come to the retreat, which is called the Colony, which if I, I'm not going to retreat with the name The Colony. <laughs> Let's just not go yeah, there. It's yeah. a weird name. No, it's not like... What's the, it's not what's like, the one or the... Oh, the Golden Door, <laughs> one up in the Hunter Valley. Yeah, no, I was like, going to say, what's the one all the uh, alcoholics go to in the States? Oh, Betty, Betty Ford. Yeah, it's not Betty Ford. No, it's not Betty Ford. Um, anyway, so she ends up there with her partner, her husband, and... Um, I guess, you know, we see some pretty odd characters. Mm. This, like, one nympho sexy woman with her wolfy looking yeah. brother. Wears we just, pleather. Yeah, you just From know. From the get go, she's wearing pleather. Eats rabbits type of situation. Um, yeah, there's a heels have eyes type of dude who's yeah. old. And... Which is actually funny you said that because the woman who plays Karen actually was in the Heels Have Eyes. Okay. The original one. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Um, and, and yeah, so, and then we just sort of see, I guess, the existence of the werewolves and. Mm. You know, there's a few sort of gruesome deaths. But I guess the idea is is that if you're scratched or if you're bitten by one, you are transformed. You sort of catch the disease mm. off them. Mm. Um, you become. You become. But it's funny because I did like a deep dive into the historical origins of the, you know, werewolf myth, if you don't want to believe that they're real. Um, and Sorry, do you believe that they're real? <laughs> well, the funniest thing was when I was Googling it, it what came up was... Are werewolves real? And how do I become one? I was like, who the fuck is... Like, seriously? I know I laughed. I was like, okay. That was the top response. I was like, yeah, look, it's been a long lockdown, you know. God, how do you become one? Well, I mean, that's how you've got to get bitten or scratched. But, you know, there's like... This idea, I think now we've become, it's more like a, almost like a disease, but there's this idea that it was a curse, you know, the historical origins is that you were cursed under the full moon when the wolfsbane, which is a type of plant, only flowers under the full moon, the wolves come out, blah, blah, blah. But we do notice in this movie that they don't need the full moon to to morph. Mm, to shapeshift. To shapeshift. But well, actually, shapeshifters are a completely different thing. They're not the same but as werewolves. But the dudes said that they're shapeshifters. Well, I don't know if they are shapeshifters. That's a whole other mythological thing. We're not going to go down there because that is a long conversation. But, <laughs> How much time have we got? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so there's some weird historical origins. But I think everyone knows that, you know, silver bullets, full moon, get bitten by one, you know, in trouble mm. situation. But I think for me, like what I found interesting was what, what do they represent? And I guess they represent this like primal and the, and the psychiatrist talks about this, these primal urges and sort of the split between good and evil within you, almost some like a Jekyll and Hyde type of thing, mm. you know? And so we see that played out in other characters besides werewolves in horror movies or whatever, mm. you know, and, and like these animalistic urges. And we see that like, you know, there's the, like the sex scene by the bonfire and they're like transforming while doing it. Like it's all very like, you know, animalistic, really. Tribal. Tribal, yeah. primal, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So there's some weird sort of like representations there, I guess. Yeah, and I did find that sexy very weird. Did you? Yeah, because at the moment I'm like, wolves wouldn't do it like that. Well, I don't know. I mean, I. But I I guess they're humans as well. Yeah, well, they are technically. But I don't know. I mean, if we meet a werewolf, we'll just ask them, I guess. Well, I've got to Google how to become one. Yeah, you do. The answer's Um, there. So we talked about the actors and. Wallace yeah, so she was actress. the mum in ET. Yes, I guess that's what you recognise her face if you've seen any of those mm. films. And there, there is a sneaky, funny one that you and I. Yeah, we're like, <laughs> where, where do we know, we know this guy? guy? And what did he play? He played. 
He was like the the book the bookshop slash yeah. silver bullet. You know, there's the like there's an occult shop, yeah. an occult store. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to go really to one. Are there, a, are there such a thing as those sort of stores? There's definitely like witches' stores and stuff. Like yeah, that. I'm gonna find me a witches' store. Do we see one in Salem? Yeah, but they were a bit hokey. Like I'm talking about like a real place where I can go find me some like real stuff. I did actually see an ad on Instagram the other day for like a witch's kit for like making spells with Halloween. I was I was tempted. They had afterpay. Look, as an advertiser, I feel like the person doing the advertising with that had some great targeting. <laughs> I was tempted. I'm still not going to say that I haven't bought it. I'm not going to buy it, you know. But, um, I'm going to see this random thing up in our bank. Uh-huh. But yeah, so the sneaky guy that yeah. ran that is the one of the garbage men in the burbs. And we're like, ah, oh my God. And he's like in a million movies. Yeah. He's in like... Gremlins, that as well. Yeah, he's also in Terminator. Like, Terminator, like it's just bizarre. Yeah, he's a proper eighties um, um, Dick Miller. Grounder. Yeah, yeah Dick definitely. Miller. And there was this actor is not really a sleek, sneaky actor, but he had a strange name, oh, weird. which we laughed at from the start. His name's Slim Pickens. I know. Which sounds like a porno name. But also, it's like you know when you say like, oh, like there's not much of that around. There's a Slim Pickens, you know, mm. like that is not his real name. I'm sorry, but. You changed your name. Change it by Depol to Slim Pickens. <laughs> like a Slim, like Slim Dusty. Slim Dusty. But not Slim Pickens. Is there a chance that's his real name? No, I, no. That was maybe, definitely a maybe stage it was that name. Crazy dude, like man, man, my name's Slim Pickens. Oh my god, I know. There was it some weird yokels in this film. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, is weird because it's supposed to be. Well, they're in the country. The whole yeah, but way. they're you know, but there's some there are some strange people in California in the countryside. So speaking of, I don't know how far up. In California, this well, they got, they drove, so it can't be like, and they seem I'd to get there quickly. Three hours because drive. when one of the colleagues rushed up there to help them, she was there between. Yeah, it was quick. I think so, she said within three hours. Yeah, so, so I'm thinking not like somewhere between San or San so, Jose. So about about yeah, it's not as far as San Francisco, which is about a six hour drive. So yeah. it's halfway between LA and San Francisco. Mm. So heading up that way because it was woody and stuff. So it was approaching this sort of. Um, you know, like Yellowstone type of area, I think. Okay. Nice and, area. And the LA was supposed to be West LA. Yeah, which is so funny. Where we live. Which where we live, which is a very nice area, yeah. but it was like the red light district. I'm like, that's wrong. Well, we need to find out whether maybe back in the early eighties. So like was thirty one years later when we moved there, was it well, they can gentrified? They gentrify the cross pretty quickly. Well, where is the red light district in LA? Hollywood? Hollywood, I guess. Yeah. But maybe there was like a seedier, because that's more of a Hollywood. Well, maybe it was like bordering like Culver City, that that sort of area. Well, they said they said a road as well. Yeah, say... it did not look to me like the West LA that I knew. No, but like I said, I do remember going to a cafe in West LA, which randomly had like like fifties porn magazines mm. as wallpaper, and I'm like, maybe that's a homage to what the area used but to be like. West LA also encompasses like Beverly Hills and stuff. So it oh, would have to be the Hills. very edges of it. Somewhere between, you know where they're actually called West LA. Yeah, I know. Near so Culver not, City. Yeah. Yeah. Down mm. near there, I'd say. Okay. Weird. We will so figure we'll it out. Figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was strange for them to say that's, um, that was the red light. We didn't <laughs> yeah, recognize it. We didn't recognize it. And also, okay. Do they still exist where you can go in Put a coin in, or, or maybe it's, it's like a, swire, a tap thing now, and watch porn in a little booth. And I want to hope that they have COVID-safe, like, you know, fluid dealing situations. Well, look, 
I like a peep I don't show? Know. Yeah, it's pretty much a peep show. Yeah. But would peep shows real were live? Pe- were they real people? I thought they were live peep know. shows. I don't know. I don't know. This is all stuff when we were kids and that was... Well, I think it was even before that. Like, I think it would have been phasing out. If anyone knows the answer to this, please tell us because it is bizarre. Like, I know there used to be big, like, cinema types where you could go watch porn, mm, mm. you know? R-rated movies. <laughs> But I just... Blue movies. Surely they don't exist anymore. The internet has killed that aspect of pornography off, right? Surely. I guess. They don't make film porn anymore. But can I just say, that booth was big enough for her and him to be wolfy. And to become a wolf. Yeah. yeah. So He was a big wolf too. Gross. Very gross though. Um, That was going to be my, you know, why is this film 80s? Because there's old porn <laughs> Well, booths. yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean, short answer, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe some real old school cities still have that. <laughs> like, what's the one, um, the red light? Yeah, is it Amsterdam? Amsterdam? No, they wouldn't be that. Well, maybe, I don't know. Don't they sit in the windows, the prostitutes there or something? I've never been there. You've been there. I was so little and I was only there for like 12 hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, moving on. So let's talk about the themes. You yes. kind of touched on them, but. It's the beast within us. Yes, the beast within us. And I think it's interesting because there's this psychiatrist who is wanting these werewolves to integrate into society, live alongside humans, mm. eat cows, mm. you know, a bit like the Cullens, mm. Mm. not drinking human blood. But the wolves, especially the sexy Marsha or whatever her name is and, and her brother... And a lot of them are saying, no, we need to embrace our animal side. We eat humans, you know, mm. we we don't live among them, you know. We live on the fringes because this is who we are. Mm. So there's this sort of interesting, you know, come into the modern world, times have changed, but they're, they're pushing against that. Mm. So I think that's an interesting theme in itself as well. You know, like accepting yourself as you are. Which is funny because I guess none of them born werewolves no you've so got to be changed right seem to be changed maybe well, it has and her to... brother were werewolves for a lot longer well they seem to be that there must mm. be some origin story there but yeah mm. but i think yeah the beast within it's an interesting like do we all wrestle with this sort of um good and evil i guess but also like the wild side like the ego and the the it you know like freudian type themes like and he talks a bit about that because that stuff was still kind of popular in psychology and i only know that because i've studied the history of it so many times in my uni degree Mm. but you know it was still around that psychoanalytic stuff freudian stuff early 80s anyway Mm. um i mean it's still around now but there were still people who were like living by that mm, you know be all and end all. um so i think there's that idea of yeah like do you sort of embrace that wild side of yourself let mm, it free you mm, know mm. um or do you confine to what society tells you mm. and i guess there are people who live off the grid completely at the moment yeah um and hard to do hard to do but doable yeah if you just want to not be contacted by the government it's totally doable right like if you don't want to yeah I don't know, get a driver's license or you don't want to get electricity bills. There's still a whole huge world that you can escape to. Yeah, but you probably shouldn't eat people. Look, I'm not suggesting that you eat people. I'm just (laughs) just saying that, you know, there are people who live off the grid and and I guess they're battling between whether they should embrace who they are. Assimilate. Or assimilate. 
Well, I mean, you could even go so far to say that that theme sort of works with immigration almost. Like, do immigrants, do they um, assimilate or do they, they often form areas where they live with similar people from their culture? You know, like there's sort of that idea as well. And technic- I, didn't, I didn't draw that parallel no, with this movie. No, but just now talking about it. But yeah, I'm just yeah, saying, like, that's what they're doing, right? They live in a colony. Yeah. Like, they live on their own. They don't want to go and, you know. Yeah. So it's it's, an, it's just interesting to draw no, that out no, a little no, bit. No, there is definitely similarities there. But, yeah, yeah. I think, um, yeah, there's, you know, and there's, like, yeah, like the whole primal animalistic thing. Mm. Yeah, it's this funny, it's interesting thing. Well, and... and- Speaking of that, I talked about tame, can you tame the wild? Mm. And I know we always talk about Siegfried and Royd and how, you know, although we thought they could, oh, yeah. they could tame Sad. their tigers, they always no. turn on them. They do. So is that the same deal with Yeah, werewolf? because he was almost like the Siegfried and Roy yeah. guy, wasn't he? The psychiatrist. Yeah. And they turned on him. Correct. Pretty much. Yeah, not completely, but they turned against his ideas. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And I don't think there's no wild animal that no wild animal can ever be tamed. My dad's always said that, you know, like they're wild animals. Yeah, our cat can't. No, she can't. No mm. cat can. Cats live by their own fucking rules. Good on them. And that's why I like them. That's yeah. why I have no time for dogs because they're just too dependent on humans and needy. Dogs can be like that too. Dogs can just snap. True. Well, that's actually, that's true. There are some dogs. So mm. there you go. Mm. But yeah, it's, it's, there's some nice little background themes there. Mm. I guess talking about what makes this film 80s. So mm. this film was one of the very first films to use a makeup technique called bladders or air bladders, which is where when in horror, it's mostly used in horror, you see the skin bubbling or shifting or moving. So they basically put on the actor. So this is before CGI. You know, they don't mm. use it so much anymore because it's all CGI, mm. which is problematic sometimes. I think, as we saw in the Twilight films, the wolves were terrible. Mm. Um, but, you know, so you see these wolves actually changing, and it's like in Thriller, the short, if you know the short film that's attached to the, the song, or just the video, video clip, you see Michael Jackson change, and they used the same technique. And can I just say, the person who directed the Thriller film clip is the director of An American Werewolf in London. It's the yeah. same guy. Okay. So the same makeup techniques were used in all these films. And yeah, so they would pump air through, like it would be attached to string, like tubing, mm-hmm. and they would pump them and it would move and shift the skin. It's like plastic. Yeah, like okay. latex to right. look like they but were they shifting. they burn it a little too to make it look a Yeah. And so then they'd, they'd, they'd cut to the next thing. So it was a, like a smoother transition than it had ever been before because of that technique. Right. You know, and which is perfect for werewolves because they shift, you know, mm, they transition yeah. from human. It looks very painful. Do you think it would be painful? I asked yeah, you this last night. Because yeah. the fingernails, they come through like, ha, ah, like when Michael Jackson is changing thriller, he's like, ha, ah, ha, ha, looking at his hands, yelling. They're, I mean, maybe because they're wolves and they're going to howl anyway. They just start they howling. They seem to all always be like howling when they're... And Sweaty, very sweaty. sweaty. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it must be, it must be a lot of work. It was, well, it was just a to- taking a toll on yeah, the body, yeah. right? Well, you've shapeshifted before from being pregnant to not pregnant. Well, that's so. true. That takes a fucking toll on the body. <laughs> Let me tell you right now. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it's it's just like they don't use that technique anymore because it's all CGI, and mm. you know, there's a lot of like dissent within the horror film buff community about what what is a better type of effect if you watch it now you know it's pretty poor in comparison to what you see and i know you're going about to have a go at cgi but i'm not gonna have a but it's not perfect 
it's not perfect, but obviously the <laughs> well, it's the smoother, out, right? Well, look, so, so you want the effect s- is a real effect. Like you can tell that. Well, it's not a real effect at all because a real effect is when they use makeup, right, and transition through that. I think that if they that when they use those techniques now, they're better at using them because they know they can film in such a way. Like the mm. idea of digital film is so much more easier to transition through, right? Mm. Mm. Um, and you can just tell with CGI sometimes; it's just so obvious. There is no flawless technique. Let's just leave it at okay. that. Okay. Well, I mean, I saw a good thing on, on Jurassic Park, and that kind of uses both animatronics and, and yeah. CGI, and and they were blown. And obviously, oh, we're I mean, about, that's we're talking about maybe twenty years later. Yeah. But they were blown by the fact that okay, that we can get real movement, like real lifelike movement out of CGI. Mm. And for people who haven't seen this and do end up actually watching this, it's not blow your socks off. No. Visual effects. It's good for its time. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. If you put it through a lens of I'm watching this movie in 1980, whatever, yeah. you're going to think it's pretty good. Yeah, of course. There's a lot of scenes in this where you see the shape shifting. Mm. And I want to say it's at least five to ten minutes worth of you watching humans turning to world. <laughs> and I'm like, why are they dragging this process on so much? Mm. But probably at the time, like this is cutting edge technology. Yeah. We want to showcase it. Well, that and also, is it not... The whole pros, the whole werewolf thing is, is you don't just turn into a werewolf. It's a, it's a process, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it is a process. <laughs> but in Twilight examples, it's well, a quick process. Yeah, and uh, well, yes, and you know, I mean, I have like zero instant. love for those walls. But it's a bit of bias. Yeah, so. I don't know. I, I yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, in comparison, like you can watch ten minutes of shape shifting get the same effect or you can get one second of it yeah look i'm just saying i have a lot of respect for makeup artists i have a lot of respect for makeup artists that do this kind of work Hmm. because it is must have taken a lot of work yeah it's not easy and i think there's still amazing work that's done with prosthetics and latex that isn't Hmm. cgi Hmm. you know and i tell you where you see a lot of that work is on the walking dead for example, mm, mm. because the special effects people that did that worked a lot with Romero as well. And they do a lot of that type of effect over CGI in that show. And it works well. You can't tell me that it doesn't work well. You've no, watched it. Works it works good in, in that. But yeah. they're, they're not, sh- well, I guess they are shape shifting a bit in, you know, when they're turning into zombies. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I just think that like not everything has to be CGI. Like um, no. action films, whatever. Okay. But there is, you know, there is artistry within makeup artistry. Oh, of course. It's an of art. Course. Of course it's an art. Mm. I'm not taking it lightly. It, <laughs> at the time, this is cutting edge stuff. <laughs> you're mean. I feel like you're making fun of I me. I just don't want our, our listeners to go and like, oh my God, we've got to see this amazing yeah, no, stuff. No, and you're like, no. this is Mickey Mouse compared to what we see. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> anyway, okay. So what makes it 80s? Um, we talked oh, about the yeah. boots. Um, those giant cameras. like Yes, oh my God. Like obviously she's I was a like, reporter what and is they have that? these space type of cameras. <laughs> I'm like, like what is what are they I'm like what is that thing on the dolly? That's the camera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally look like one of those uh circa nineteen eighties three D things where you yeah. sit in and it would move oh, around. Yeah, it was very bad. It. Um it was huge. huge the owner of the TV station or whatever, it was so like patronizing to the film. And then like he said that thing about the Asian reporter is like, Fujimami, whoa, 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 the Oriental one or whatever. I was like, whoa, yeah, definitely. you know, definitely. so um, that was, you know, 
reflective of the time. Reflective of the time. But you were right when you talk about it. it was a bridging time, right? Like there's there's between decades of difficult times. I remember switching from the eighties to nineties, very difficult time fashion wise. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I imagine seventies to eighties was, was similar. Yeah. And because you can still see that sort of seventies yeah. look. Well her husband, the main character's husband <laughs> the mustache. Like, yeah, he looked like a proper seventies. Yeah. He looked coach. like Dolph Lundgren. And he like he ran a gym or something yeah 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 so he had the, sh- the small short shorts and the big yeah, mustache so bad and that Porn jumper stash. with the oh with the yeah no yeah yeah the, yes yeah yes. so he was 70s but um, yeah they were dressing a bit more 70s and 80s i want to say i liked her anchor outfit she looked like a barbie i used to have day to night barbie or whatever from the 80s yeah very like power suits you know yeah, yeah it was pretty cool yeah but yeah, I felt it being a bit more seventies type of clothes. Well, like it was. A very early. I mean, it's weird because I told you before this film won a Saturn Award for best horror movie, but it was nineteen eighty Saturn Awards because it was meant to be released then, but it wasn't released till eighty one. I don't know. It's yeah, weird. It had eighties on the thing, but mm. anyway, what's your favorite line? Uh, look, I don't know if I actually have a favorite line. What I do like is the howling, like the sounds. Oh, the spooky Yeah, sounds. the spooky sounds. Yeah, yeah, I guess that was good. You know, because the dialogue is, well, you know, it's it's not groundbreaking, is it, you know? Mm-hmm. But I like the spooky sounds cut in with the creepy, misty forest and moon and stuff. Which gives the whole aesthetics of the, of the film yeah. itself. But also, the, what, the, there is a funny line that the porn shop owner and he's like I shouldn't have let that broad in here she cleared the place out yeah well, <laughs> that was funny I was like, all the creeps leave yeah, all the, yeah. tell me your favourite scene um ooh gosh that's tricky isn't it um I kind of like the scene where Eddie who was sort of the, the serial killer we'll put them in you know mm. um inverted commas where he was just eating really mm. where he you realise that he's back because they didn't shoot him with silver bullets, you know. Mm-hmm. And he goes to attack Karen. He transforms, so there's that whole process. But she throws this, like, corrosive acid in his face. And then when we see the effects of that at, in the next shot, like, he's, like, all in back in his human form, but, like, all scarred. Oh, man, it's gnarly. It's so mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. They can't regenerate because one of the wolves get their hand chopped off and it doesn't grow back. So that's interesting. They're not regenerating. But no, but his hand did turn back into humans. Human. Yeah, that's fine, but it doesn't grow back. Doesn't so grow. obviously, when with this acid in his face, he's just like this scarred motherfucker. It's oh, so scary. Put two and two together there. But yeah. yeah I, I remember my favorite line now, and they made a deal about the husband who runs gyms mm. about being healthy, and he doesn't eat meat. Yeah. And he's one of the first to turn, but before he realizes turning. His friend gives him meat and says, oh, I'm so sorry that I forgot that you <laughs> yeah. eat meat. And he's like, I don't eat, I'll pretty much eat anything. And he's like chowing down on, <laughs> on this food completely, like obviously. Dropped his vegan dropped stance. Dropped his vegan stance because he's now a werewolf in it. That's kind of funny. <laughs> you said something funny last night mm. when I was like, oh man, like, you know, you're like she, he ends up like doing it with the wolf girl and mm. then like you were like you want the good news or the bad news yeah. you know i'm a werewolf 
but I have a new werewolf wife. <laughs> I was like, that would be bad. Both of those things are not great. It was bad news yeah, or bad yeah, news. Yeah, pretty for... much. And she figured it out somehow. Yeah, she fit. Well, he had scratches on his back. He had scratches on his back. He was. She woke up and he was gone. But then he like whacked her. Yeah. There's there's a yeah, mm, yeah. little domestic well, violence. You know. <laughs> was that the wolf in him coming out? I don't know. I mean, maybe. The, 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 Male. Because speaking of that, like I, I do hark back to Buffy, mm. my favorite television show. Mm. With we see Oz, who your is the werewolf? is the wolf. Yeah, I don't. Sorry. I like Oz. Who's your favorite werewolf? Probably Oz, if I had to choose one. Right. Um, but you know, he they follow the law of the full moon, so he mm. always changes, and they lock him in a cage inside the library, mm. Giles's library at the school, and um, he is not soft, caring boyfriend of willow oz when he changes so maybe there is something they cannot control mm. what they do when they're you know they're wolf wolfy. Mm. i'm trying to think did i think that sex scene was sexy well i think it was until drooling teeth happened and then there was that ridiculous looking special effect the cartoon cartoon yeah it turned a bit cartoony. yeah it did but uh, it was before that i guess you know yeah yeah I mean, they got nude pretty quick. Oh, they got nude very... They got 80s nude. And can, <laughs> let's just say, 80s bush. Yeah, I was going to say 70, 70s bush. There was that yeah. line between 70s and 80s. Yeah, it was there. Yeah, it was there. That's Good cool. honour. Yeah, whatever. So, anything that wouldn't fly today. We've yeah. already talked about a few. Yeah, well... Backhanding um, your wife. Backhanding your wife in the bed after you've screwed a werewolf. That's not good, you know. But did he know he cheated? Or- yes, he knew. He did know, didn't he? He was aware. He wasn't under some sort of spell. He was a werewolf? Oh, God. Yes. Okay. Um, but also the, the referral to the Asian reporter, like, yeah. you know, and then... But even before that, so when um, Karen went and did do her investigating to mm. catch the killer, all the male co- her male colleagues would say to her husband, oh, you got a tough little girl on your hands. Yeah, that was yeah, really like that was gross. Like, oh, first I thought they were talking about... a tough little girl you got there. I thought they were talking about an actual daughter or something. No, no, that was like, the oh, wife. They're talking about his wife. Yeah. And I'm like, did, when did we speak to about women calling them little girls? Well, some people probably do. Yeah, true. There was... Who was referring to women as girls the other day and it made me so angry? I can't remember, but yeah. Oh, Daryl Summers on the That's the 50th anniversary or whatever it is of that fucking hey hey. <laughs> That's 80s for you right there. Yeah, but you know, and he was like calling. I worked with some great girls. I was like, these mm. women are 60 years old yeah, now. Called, what's the name, Sarah? Yeah. Anyway. And I was like, ew, just no. Yeah. You know. But yeah, there's a few there's a few things in there. Yeah. Well, millennials get this film. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's very early 80s, but yes, they would. Mm. There's probably... I mean, the concept of werewolf so is pretty quick, easy. I, you know, speaking like of being younger, I was terrified of the movie poster. We'll have to put it up on Instagram. So it's mm. like this like ripping through a something and like, ah, this screaming mouth. And I remember just like looking at it mm. in the in video, video easy, easy yeah. in Chatswood, you know, like looking at it and going, oh, you know, mm. like, and like we talked about the Evil Dead 2 poster. Mm. Terrifying skull mm. with Mona Lisa eyes that follow you everywhere. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But it's skeleton. But not, skeleton. Not pretty skull. Mona Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> skull. And My you said skull. you were scared of it too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I used to be scared of just going to the horror section. Oh, did you? I always went there. That was like my favorite thing. I was like this like five, mm. six-year-old hanging out in the horror section. I remember after seeing the ghoulies thing, I couldn't go to the toilet for like oh a week. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. I was terrified of going to the toilet and getting bitten by, by the ghoulies. ghoulies. 
going to bite your bum when you go to the toilet. More scarier than Gremlins. <laughs> I haven't actually seen it. You haven't seen Ghoulies? No. Oh, my God. What? I can't watch it again. Mm. I was traumatized. <laughs> like, you could, you, I could watch, like, uh, scary, exorcist scary shit as a mm. child. Mm. Ghoulies, mm. Mm. never recovered. No, I don't know. I don't know. I probably would still be scared if I watched it now. Yeah. So, sequels, remakes, etc. Uh, nine films. Really? Yes. And they're all called like Howling to Howling. Howling, yeah, yep. Up to nine. Yeah, and um, the Netflix bought the rights to the movie in 2019, mm-hmm. and so they want to make a remake. So they're going to have to do a little bit of CGI. modernizing. Quite CGI. These, <laughs> yeah, uh, but I hope they keep the themes true, you know. Mm. I, th- I, I would watch it. Um, mm. But yeah, so there's a lot of... And there's also... This actually, it was based on a novel. Mm. It's a book, mm. the first one. Um, and there was a comic books and stuff like that that came out. But they obviously thought they were onto a good thing. So they whacked out quite a few sequels very quickly. Mm. So, yeah. And I guess 80s horror films tend to do that quite they, It's a thing. Yeah. There's 12 Halloween films I figured out today. Mm. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the soundtrack, the songs themselves, again, nothing too no. spectacular. Yeah. But the actual Wolves. foliage and the wolves. Yeah, and it's the, very effective. It's yeah. creepy. Yeah, yeah, mm. and and so a horror film should, but yep. this isn't quite nice because obviously it's at the woods. It's that's where you find wolves, but there's kind of creepy wind yeah. sounds. And I want to go stay in like a cabin in the woods like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what did you give this film out of ten? Ooh. Okay, so am I basing it? Uh, is this an eighty score or an eighties horror score? I think I have to do eighties horror score, right? Sure. Okay, so I'm going to give it a seven out of ten. Mm. It's probably a little bit too short. I think it could have been padded out maybe another 15 minutes. Mm. Um, but horror is always notoriously short. Mm. Uh, but, the you know, like I said, it, it was groundbreaking effects for the time. I like the creepy element mm. very much. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a, it's a nice 80s classic horror film. Very well-known film from the 80s. Mm. You know, like if you know anything about 80s movies or horror, if you were a kid like we were in that time, you would know this film. Mm. Easy to find too. It's on Foxtel. Yeah, it was easy mm. to find. Um, I don't know if I agree. Would you say seven for a horror, 80s horror film? I'd probably say six. Mm. I'd even go as low as five and a half. And I'll tell you why I think that is that there was the horror element of it was based on the elements of the change and being grossed out. Yeah. And a tiny bit of like a boo factor. Yeah. And the boo factor wasn't really there. Oh, there was a couple of jump scares that I had. I had two maybe. And I wasn't too scared of the the changes. Yeah. Like I didn't find like the wolves that scary. Mm. I guess for me, I'm basing my my score more around the themes and I thought Mm. they did that well. Mm. I thought they tied it in nicely with a psychiatrist and all that. Yeah. And I can see why you'd like that. Mm. That's right up your alley on top of the horror itself mm. but as your average dude who doesn't know much about psychology or <laughs> horror movies. how can you not know about those things we've we've been together for 20 what two years 24 years 24 years well you don't learn things by osmosis because you know that <laughs> but i talk about this stuff all the time yes and i'm always listening <laughs> um okay so seven and a half all right. I know seven. I give it a seven. seven. And a six 
for eighties horror films. Basically, it's not all time. Yeah, no, 80s or no, no. Old no. It drops back stuff. if we're yeah, going if we're going on that. But I think it's fair to to. Okay, out of a whole, out of the spectrum of all movies, would you rate, rate it over five? Oh no, I'd give it a five out of ten. Five out of ten. Yeah, yeah I'd probably go below that. Oof, that's mean, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, if it wasn't for you, I would not be watching this film. Mm. That's us for today. As always, click like, and as my daughter would say, smash the subscribe button. <laughs> what was that about? <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. And obviously, hit us up on the peakedpod at hotmail.com or the Insta, which is also the peakedpod. Yeah. And we've probably got some polls on again. We've got one more October weekend. Yeah, but I think we should probably do two movies this week. Oh, okay. I want to watch. I'll it's my birthday it. week this week. I want to watch a horror movie every night this week. Okay, well, that's then my plan. Let's make two of them 80s ones yeah. and we can rock and roll with two. I'm happy to do that. Woohoo! Um, Alright then, cool. That's it. Bye! Peace. Bye! Oh, Christopher. It's edit.